Hello, uh, welcome to episode two of Red River Podcast. Uh, back down in the basement of Mr. Parker, hanging out. What's going on? Nothing, man. Happy to be back. Fantastic. You got your coffee all ready <laughs> to go? ready to go, man. All right, so I got my iced coffee, too. We're going to talk it up. Um, I figured out how to continuously record, so I'm pretty happy about nice. that. So this episode isn't going to get chopped up in, into four pieces. Um, I think we got a good, like, 75 minutes before... We have to flip the uh, the disc over. So, but today uh, is awesome because when when we decided we wanted to do this, it was a, a three person team, and um, our buddy Brian Lasagna hello, hello. Langen, I'm here. Couldn't make the first episode, but he's here now for good. Um, so, just want to say hi and welcome to what you basically are responsible for. You and, <laughs> you know, Langan and Parker are, are, are the reason that we're sitting in here. So, yeah, for the longest, we've been mentioning this. Mm -hmm. Two you know years. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, all right, we'll do it, we'll do it. And finally, mm -hmm. glad to be here. I know. Yeah. Thanks to Happy. Guitar Center and Sam Ash and all that other shit. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. So we started talking through horror nerd discussion on Facebook. Okay. So that's a Facebook, uh, group that I started just because it was around the time that like, um, I think like Netflix started streaming stuff. I had like a Roku box and it was like the first time I've ever seen a Roku box. So every time I would read these you know, descriptions of these movies, every horror movie sounds awesome in the description. Right. Because it's like, you know, kids party and get killed. And it's like, oh, that sure, sounds sure. awesome. Yeah. It's like every slumber party massacre right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like anything. Kids go in the woods, get yeah. murdered, like anything like that. And usually when I hit play, it turned out to be awful. So yes. I'm like, let me figure out, you know, let me just click this mouse and start a group. And that way I could just say, hey, has anyone seen this movie, Frayed, or whatever? And then from there, you know, it's like, oh, I saw it. I really didn't like it. And then from there, you have a little bit better of a shot to sure. be like, okay, I know that you and I have similar taste. That's so the thing. If you see people that, you know, you, they recommend a movie, you liked it, you look for their recommendations mm -hmm. in the future, and, you know, similar tastes. It's good. It's good for that. Yeah, I like that. So um, I remember... Because I was like a Facebook douche, and like unless we played a show or talked, like more than likely I wasn't gonna accept. And I think you friended me, and I I didn't, Langen. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you friended me, and I think I probably didn't accept because I was like I don't know who this person Brendan is. Brendan Henry he, told me he hooked I it up with him, and he's like, you gotta be friends with this guy Sam. I know you guys got the same taste and this and that and this horror nerd group. And I was like, all right, I joined the group. Yeah. Yeah, little, I get that. You know, people friend request me. I don't know them. It's like eh. it just. I I've like loosened that up a little bit. Yeah, you know, because when you play in bands or like what you were doing was DJing and stuff like right. that. Um, you know, it's just as as long as you have mutual friends and stuff like that. And uh, I guess you know whatever. Yeah. I, I guess I was just being kind of weird about it, right. but like I get it. Yeah, completely <laughs> right. So yeah, then absolutely. that's how we all started yeah. talking. I remember like Brian Parker. I'm just gonna say Parker and Langan. There we go. Yeah, fuck yeah. this That's Brian. Easier. I don't have first name bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Brian squared. Yeah. So like, I think you friended me and then like PM'd me or maybe I was like, how do I know you? And it turns out that like he was married to some, you know, girl that I knew. Right. And I was like, this is awesome. And then from there, I think we started talking about the group and then you invited all of us over, which you didn't make. Yes, the I remember being invited mm -hmm. to that. Yeah. That was in Farmingdale. No, that was uh, Miniola, Miniola. The first right. one. Yeah. At yeah. The apartment. 
That was a lot of fun. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun, and there was more bodies than there were like chairs, so we were all like squeezed in. But it was great. No. And do you remember what the first thing we watched? Shit, I think it was Near Dark. Nice. One. Really? I I, I kind of uh, think it was. Shout out to Bill Paxton. That's Rest yeah, in right, peace, right, right there. there. We're gonna get to him uh, later on, I guess. You know, obviously, um, he passed away from complications from surgery, which is crazy. I didn't even read up on it. I just know that he died and. His catalog is almost like Kurt Russell ish. Nice, like yeah. right, yeah, like very much that, yeah. like yeah. super likable guy. So uh, we were hanging out there. I'm pretty sure it was near dark, man, which was fantastic. Good first pick, right there. Yeah. Um, and then number two was Class of 1984. Love Damn, that, movie. that was a good one, right Love there. <laughs> <laughs> Title track by Alice Cooper. Yeah, yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah. Yo, back then. What I like the one with Michael J. Fox. Right? Yeah. yeah, Michael yeah. Fox, technically. Uh, yes. Yeah. Was he in <laughs> there? Oh, the yeah, J yeah. was. That was before the J was in there. Yeah, really. Was he Michael, Michael Michael J. Fox, Fox in, in Midnight Madness? No, that was <laughs> Michael Fox. Yeah. Also. Michael Fox yeah. too. And I think that was his first movie, wasn't it? Midnight Madness, I think, was a yeah. great movie. That's a classic. classic. Yeah, classic. Uh, Fraga beefy. Fraga. Yo. Fraga. Everyone remembers Cherry Point. That. Cherry yeah. Point. That was another good one. <laughs> um. So we hung out there, and from there we we, we kind of like hit it off, and it was almost like, you know, without sounding stupid, it was like, uh, I guess when you have so much in common and similar tastes with people, it's almost like you fast forward through the years, right. and you're like, yeah, that's my guy, like yeah. straight up, like you just, whatever events he had, whatever parties, like it was just like perfect, um, and I, I remember like when you moved here to this house, and he showed up, oh, it was like. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was, was love at first sight. It was much. like <laughs> it, you were like, I mean, yeah. I, I, think there was rose petals mm-hmm. on the floor. Nah, <laughs> I, don't nah. know what I, I think I welcome. I think I heard like Michael Bolton in yeah, my head. Yeah, completely. My like, hair was blowing in the oh, wind. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you slept over probably. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it literally was like top to bottom. I was like, all right, long hair, yeah. battle jacket, and like kill them all slip-ons. Like, let's do. Did this. you have to kill them all slip-ons? Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah absolutely. Oh. I dressed up. Yeah, yeah. you just <laughs> just in case, just yeah. in case. And I think it. I think when he walked in, like my mind went like slow mo, also like in like an eighties romance movie. You know? Yeah, completely. Yeah. Do you want to leave now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying over. All right. Nice, nice. <laughs> all right. Um, and then from there, we we kind of all just like <clears throat> I don't know. It was just. Fast, like I said, fast forward, yep. straight ahead. Everything was just great. Yeah, I feel like um, I've known you guys for years. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and then we had the Smiths connection. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like everything that you liked musically, I was like, I, everything from The Cure to like Wu-Tang. And then like all three of us had like the, the metal thrash connection yeah. and stuff. Well, it's a rarity, you know, like. N- to not, hit everything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't just like one genre. Yeah. Yeah, you're missing out on so much, you know what I mean? But very few people like all that stuff equally. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah, you can't, like, very few people could, could talk about, like, the Queen is dead to, like, Master of Puppets. I remember you quoted something on Facebook about Nas. It was, like, a Nas lyric. We ended up talking about, like, the Bullet Boys. Yeah. Like, by the end of it. Like, I don't know how the Yo, thread. Yo, that was with Derek. Up. That was with Derek from <laughs> yeah. Neglect and Cleanser. Shout nice, out to him. We nice. got to get him on. Yes, uh, on. definitely. Um, but Zombie yeah, Lake. we were talking. That's right. I, yeah. I said a Nas lyric, and somehow we ended up talking about, like, oh, Rat in the Bullet. Rat. And, yeah, Warren D. No, Martini. because, like, he posted. <laughs> George Lynch. Yeah, he, he was, like, he was like pushing, like, like, the new Lynch mob on us. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't know if I can 
you know, yeah, like yeah. maybe after Wicked Sensation or whatever. So absolutely. But um, yeah. So there, there's certain things, and and that brings us to like this podcast where it's like when we have these this music and like uh, music music and movies as DNA. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. It just breaks everything down. You just feel comfortable because like you just grew up the same way in like you know different spots and stuff. I yeah. know that you're all the way out in like Mattatuck. That's where I come from, yeah. Yeah. Cutchog, technically. And yeah. uh Northport. Oh, okay. So then that's out there. Way uh, out there. Um Did you I, I remember be- when I remember when him and I first started talking, I was going to uh every year they have that like cheesy like summer whatever the hell tour it is and uh it's always like shitty like, you know, 90s bands or whatever but the year that i actually went it was like oh, the uh, like the everclear thing? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. and you know how much i fucking hate everclear uh, and I, I love everclear. <laughs> i know say <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about that later we'll get Sarah actually everclear right. headlined that thing yeah, so that it, worked out to my advantage because oh. i left i think it's their tour Pro- all right well fuck them either way but, <laughs> but uh that was great because it was it was uh sponge okay filter all right and live and that last band that we won't talk about but I remember, you know, I never had seen those bands together or I think even by themselves. So I said, you know, what the fuck do you wear to like this 90s alternative thing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I wrote all the bands out. What do you out. wear? Yeah. <laughs> like shirt wise, you know, because I, I free ball. I don't wear yeah. underwear. So. so then lasagna. You need Ralph Sorella. Yeah. So then right. lasagna hits me up and he's just like, oh, dude, you know, filter my buddy Jeff plays for filter. Oh, was he playing the drums yeah. at that yeah. time? Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. uh. And I was just like, yo, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, Jeff, the fucking guy from Trip Face? And then that led into a whole, you know. The whole conversation. Yeah. 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 That's how Because that Mr. Langan was at the ground level of yes. uh, the Long Island uh, Giants Trip Face. Trip Face, yeah. So, um, okay. So you're growing up all the way out east. Is that where you were born? Like in, are you like. Yeah, pretty much. My parents from On Brooklyn, Yonkers, they, they Yonkers. used to summer out there <laughs> and uh, decided it was a good place to raise a family, and it was. Beautiful place out there. A uh, little, out, you know, in the sticks, far away from everything. You go to Riverhead, it's like it is to the big city. It's basically... <laughs> the metropolis, the bustling metropolis. Like, whenever we go out there for, like, wine country stuff, yeah. like, I'm like, this is what I think people think Long Island is. Like, yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. that's even Long Island from, like, you know, where we were. Yeah. At, uh, it was 16. just hillbilly country, but so, I love it. But, you, so, what got you into music? Because, like, you had, like, did you have, like, an older sister, older brother, parents my, like uh, good music? My fifth grade teacher, Miss Nicole totally foxy blonde lady had diver down by van halen and uh def leopard pyromania on vinyl so good and during our snack time she would play the records for us those two records both of them great teacher she was so cool i owe everything to her and i was like i want to be eddie van halen i want to be david lee roth somewhere right in the middle of that so that's why (laughs) that's where we differ too because i know that i have like this weird van halen thing yes because uh, as a kid, I, I got into for unlawful carnal knowledge. Because I was the first That's one. Where to start? I was like eleven or twelve when it I came think I did, out. I think I did the same. You know, thing. Yeah, for the like record, pound cake, cake and run around. That guy was like drilling. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, listen, I'm we, the we, old man here. Too, we all heard, we didn't fill that in. We all heard yeah. jump and all that other yeah. shit, right? Uh, but it in was Panama. like, but that was like an eighties like comedy i almost felt like i felt so i'm too. like this guy can't really sing it's and he's so, like swinging on a tarzan end, rope. you know like 
Because when they came out, Van Halen, I mean, that that shit was crazy. Like, the playing guitar that he did, I mean, nobody was doing that. And he created all these, you know, copycats, Eddie Van Halen, the style. So, I mean, not that, I mean, I was in fifth grade in 1984. Mm, so that album's okay. out. But then I got Fair Warning as my first for Christmas that year for my brother. And I was like, wow, this is it. Because Fair Warning's heavy as fuck really heavy so when when um D david lee roth left had that hit <laughs> i don't like to talk about yeah it. <laughs> so you don't no. you don't fuck with sam hagar at all oh, man or van hagar i mean uh, <laughs> i get the whole thing they had more number one hits they sold this or whatever no, but, but like aside from that yo, like there's no fucking with the first six albums. Those are the tracks that are good. Yeah. I did love 50 the uh, David Lee Roth solo album, though. It was better than that lineup. That lineup yeah. was insane what that he had together. Line. That's Steve Vai, Billy yep. Sheenan. I mean, incredible. Greg Bisson out on drums. Thank you very much. He always had. That's right. Yeah. He always had good guitar players. Yep. But, you know, Love Comes Walking In or whatever. What was that song they led with? On fifty one fifty, the single was it? Love comes walking uh, in. No, I wasn't mean, it like so soft? Wasn't like best of both both worlds or? No, it was it was one of those keyboard ballads. Finish what you started. It was so weak. Yeah, I was like wow, <laughs> this is like a prom song, like yeah. last so you, dance at the prom or some shitty wedding song. <laughs> so, do you prefer history. Gary Sharon? Is what you're saying? Oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> man, this is it's Roth. Or nothing. Oh uh, yeah, That's I, it. I get, I get it. You know, he wrote the book, <clears throat> Front he, Man. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely get yeah. it. And that guy seems to have like a really fascinating life. Um, I forgot who was talking about him on some podcast, but like moved to Japan. Like he's yeah. he, oh like, Rollins. No, oh was it, it Rollins? Was, yeah, 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 he, yeah. Like he was just like this man yeah. is like really he was cool. Talking to, uh, on uh, Rogan's podcast. On Rogan's yeah. podcast, yeah. He's an interesting yep. guy. You yeah, know? I could yeah. listen to him read the phone book. He's like a he black gives, belt like, a and good shit. Interview, you know, but. That's my Van Halen. So those, yeah. all right. So those two records, like you said, fifth grade. So you were like ten. Yeah. Um. So did you start playing an instrument then? Um. When did I get my first guitar? It was a Harmony, which was like the Sears brand. Nice. Uh, that had to be in high school. That's when I got it. I played piano as a kid. Did you? Yeah. I like for real? I was forced to take piano lessons, but I liked it. It was okay for like three years. Could you play like Home Sweet Home and shit like that? <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't no. think that was out. Right? <laughs> oh, <is> <laughs> oh, man. You're that That's old? old <laughs> yeah. But it's Jaws a, theme? It's a good... <laughs> what about Jaws theme? Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. You know, Halloween, all that stuff, but... uh You know, but yeah. th it's a good starting instrument. It's a uh, easy way to learn other instruments from it. That's what I heard in that. So I went to the guitar after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah cuz the guitar like at that point you're just like, "All right, Eddie Van Halen's my god. That's my guy. I need my Sears guitar, I mean, which I we all had. That. I had yeah. my Sears guitar too. It was, it was pretty sturdy, you know, so. for a cheap piece of shit. And how were you teaching yourself how to play? <sighs> just you know, real basic stuff, and then I took lessons uh from this guy Mark LaRosa, who was like the only music teacher on the north fork yeah he's still the only guy he's still there he's still giving lessons oh. still teaching people he taught jeff how to play the drums he taught all our friends he was the guy he was the guy you know and uh i took lessons from him and he basically was like well what do you want to learn do you want to learn theory or do you want me to just listen to songs and write down how to play them and of course i picked the second i didn't want theory 
yeah. wanted to play Slayer songs and let him write it down. You know what I mean? Is that what you picked? Because I can't imagine him. Like, this was before YouTube well, and before, like, <laughs> you know, had, was he drawing, like, the little strings with he, a he six would draw, and a five like, on? He tabs yeah. on his own. Yeah. It was, How like, much were you way. paying this guy? That's so tedious. It was, uh, oh, God. Five bucks a half hour. Five bucks a half hour. I can't remember what it was. And he was so funny. He spent, like, half the lesson just gossiping about... <laughs> like everyone else that took lessons from him but he had a great ear but he would write down slayer and teach me how to play it and stuff and i remember him being like you know these guys suck right no <laughs> yeah, like, did he say that like they can't really look play at them now tune, yeah. you know like yeah but they're awesome i couldn't get it was it's that like, haunting the chapel era well live undead it might have been something off a of hell awaits okay but he was like you should listen to this guy al demolia all this my, my my brain wasn't ready to hear that shit. You know, I don't I mean? even know who the fuck that is. Ja- a lot jazz, of the jazz guys uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah, but he taught everybody, and he put us together. He put me, I think, meeting Jeff to play drums. Is that how but, you met Jeff? Uh, yeah, because he's four years younger than me. Okay, Jeff. But, uh, Jeff Feb. Yeah, but even at, at a younger age, he was light years better than people my age playing drums. So we always jammed together. I guess he was like 12, I was like 16 or whatever, you know? 13. So that's when you guys first started jamming? Probably something like that, yeah. You guys jammed at his parents' house, right? Yeah, his mom, Diane, is a saint. Yeah. Uh, it made all kinds of noise. She liked us being down there, I think, you know? It just, Staying like, she knew where trouble. you guys were. Yeah, yeah, there was no missing that. It wasn't yeah. like a Skid Row lyric that you guys were trying to live, like... <laughs> Brian was a young boy and like, throwing like <laughs> bottles at no, the uh, I mean, listen, brick wall. No, we had our moments. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so that pretty much jammed with him. And, uh, you know, I got in, I loved playing metal and uh, got into playing hardcore pretty much because, uh, you know, no disrespect to hardcore, but I didn't have the chops to play metal that well. And I hardcore was I was just, talking about that. We, we said time. that. Yeah, I was like, we this said is that. an easy way for me to play. And it was just like when you're younger, sometimes just that aggression, you hear those chords and stuff sure. like that. It was just like that feeling. I can do this. Yeah. The same thing people got when they heard the Ramones. Like, I can do I this. I could do this. Yeah. yeah. That, but, like, but it's funny. Like I was saying, uh, that VOD demo. When I heard that, I was like, wait, these guys can play, though. These yeah. guys have chops. Sure. Drumming is insane. Yeah. So. No, there was a lot of bands, uh, definitely, that way. You know what I mean? But You weren't listening to, like, Beyond the Remains and yeah, <laughs> trying to play. No, I wasn't that technical. But I could write a good riff, you know? And uh, that's pretty much how we started, you know, jamming together. And then I worked with Scott Chizombek at Record World at the time, or The Wall or Square Circle, whatever Man. the hell it was. And... Miss he record. was in a bunch of there's a lot of hardcore kids in riverhead and i was like you want to come play with us or something and he came over and we had a couple of songs written which uh i think brotherhood was the only oh the one, one they kept nice yeah. that's the only one they kept in the set after we were called like godhead then and uh i like that who came out with that that was from uh the Bur- a burn song i think okay yeah nice. scott was a big burn fan got me into them i love them and uh yeah, so we started with Brotherhood, played a lot of covers. Boys okay. Don't Cry. You guys did Boys Don't Cry? Yeah, Stepping Stone. Was that before Sheer Terror covered it? I feel like that was 1990 when they did it. They're biting us. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> um, G.I. Joe Head Stomp, Stepping Stone, yeah. Minor Threat, Monkeys, whatever you yeah, want to yeah. call it. But uh, 
it was fun. It was good, you know. And then I went off to college. And where'd you go to college? Uh, Binghamton. How long did you do that for? <laughs> uh, probably like a, a year. Maybe I made it up there going to f- for film. Oh, for film. Yeah, and then I went, came back and went to Five Towns to graduate. But that was my end of my days in trip face. You know, once I went away. Once oh, so I, once you I went away, raving it up when I was out of hardcore. So you went over there to, for film. Like, what what yeah. kind of movies were you watching at that point? It that was great to watch the films and analyze them. As yeah. far as making them, it was like shitty art house, <laughs> black and white, 16 millimeter nonsense that you would shoot and people would fawn all over themselves trying to make sense of what it meant or whatever. Of course. They, they'd have guest speakers that came from there and they're like, totally broke they're like don't expect to make any money like with your degree just leave now man <laughs> leave now it was that scary <laughs> this was not nyu teaching you how to get in the industry it was yeah. like if you're lucky you'll direct some music videos otherwise <laughs> you're gonna be a plumber or whatever you, you might direct two crocus videos <laughs> and then I you're gonna be a plumber if you're lucky you know <laughs> but what made you like like back then so what year did you go to uh binghamton that was 94 i want to say so 93 somewhere in there like any movies that you could think of that really kind of like made you like for me watching pulp fiction mm-hmm. made me want to write a movie yeah because yeah. it was just so inspiring to see a film mm-hmm. brought in such a interesting way right. that it just starts here and like it just blew my mind that yeah. a movie didn't start from beginning to end. You sure, know what I'm saying? Sure. I so. remember I saw that at the uh, the Comac movie theater. It was like a 12, 15 like, a.m. showing. That shithole. And, the, <laughs> you know, the fucking movie's over three hours. So. Uh, is it like yeah. two and a half? Yeah. yeah. So by the time I got out of there, it was almost three in the morning. I was just like, man, if I wasn't fucking confused watching that movie, <laughs> I am now because I don't even know what the fuck I am. So. <laughs> So, I mean, I think that came out in 94, but like what, what it's something must have inspired you to basically um, want to go for film. Beetlejuice, I think. Nice. Beetlejuice is There's a combination of Beetlejuice and Goodfellas. Oh man. Wow, that would have been a great Yeah, mm, like Goodfellas fusion. is my favorite movie ever. Beetlejuice, I just I like the world that he created the there. The world he, and it still holds up. Yeah. Like I watch it almost every year and it still fucking holds up. Yeah. Every part of it uh, all the monsters, like even when they're doing that that dance, yeah, everything. it's just brilliant. It's perfect. It's, it's like brilliant, a, you know. And Winona Ryder, of course. That's know, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, everyone's first crush. But yeah, Tim Burton, big big influence. Yeah. Was that probably that was probably his best, right? It's got to be if you look back. You know, you know, he's had some. I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. There's been some good ones, but I love Ed Wood. I just put that up. Ed Wood. I Ed gotta. Wood you know, I never great. watched oh, it. So oh, great. So good. So right, great. I gotta throw that on the list. Absolutely. Uh, in the E section. In the E <laughs> So feel free to grab it on your way out. Sweet. Okay. All cool. right. Well, yeah. uh, and then from there, so that was the end of Trip Face. Well, for you, mm-hmm. and then Jeff just continued with them, and yeah, he well he played with them for a little bit, and then uh, I think I remember one. Actually, VOD was playing in a basement of one of my friend's houses in Mattatuck. And I was home from school and someone didn't show up. Trip face. They didn't have the drummer and the guitar player and Scott asked us to play. We played with them. That was the last time. But yeah, with VOD in a basement in Mattatuck. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that was the last time, yeah. So can you can you play at all? Did you just stop playing at that moment? Uh, I lost touch with it for a while. 
you know. I uh, like if you sat down, could you play one chord? Yeah, absolutely. I I got a um, a guy at work gave me a Les Paul. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like a really? Yeah. He this guy buys all this gear, and he's, yeah, buying gear and giving stuff away like a Les Paul. Yeah. Like that's a big like that's like I spent a lot of money on mine. Yeah. He uh he gave it to me, and uh, when I played. He's like, I, I felt bad. He, I had extra guitars, and you said you always wanted to play again, and blah, 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 and he, he gave it to me. When it was a really this? nice gesture. Uh, a couple of years ago, around Christmas. You haven't started a band yet? No band, but... Uh, <laughs> Soon. I do... Uh, I like to play it, and it's like riding a bike. It really is, yeah. you know, but me getting up and playing with somebody, you know, wouldn't happen. You can start your yet. solo record, though. Yeah. It's been a long time in the making. So just just out of curiosity, because yeah. like if I ever stopped and then I picked up, like, I mean, do you just start playing? What do you start playing right away? You know, like, do you just play like what Iron Man or some shit? Like, do <laughs> Rocky you, like a hurricane. You know, like I'm saying, like, do you play something that you wrote to see if you still remember it? Or um, do you remember the first thing? The first thing is probably this, the intro solo to Fade the Black. Okay. I don't know why, but that's I, a go good, to, listen, I, I go to that. That's a good a scale one. Almost. You, you know, know what I always play at practice? What's that? Monkey business. Nice. <laughs> Skid row. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because yeah. I remember like. That cowbell, man. <laughs> well, I don't play the cowbell, <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, you know, whoever has a cowbell, <laughs> you feel free. I think I got one in the closet over there. But, um, because I, I would read those Guitar World magazines and some of those tablature things, th- like that was like when I was like 11 or 12 and it's like, oh, I want to learn how to play this. And it was just one of those that always stuck in my head mm-hmm. on how to play it. And then after that, I was like, I'd rather just write my own fucking songs. Right. Because those songs, like, in retrospect, they weren't hard to play. But when I was, like, 11 or 12, I'm like, this is fucking uh, hard. I just want to play. I don't want right. to learn how to play. Sure, sure. I just want to rock. That's why I love the Misfits. Yes. You know? I was like, the songs are so solid and so simple. Very solid. That's all it is. You know, that's... Yeah. Don't have to be technical. I mean, listen, I wish I could play like Ingve Momstein. <laughs> Me too. You know, but I can't. I didn't get that good, you know? Me too. Yeah. Like when I see somebody like shred at a show, I'm just like you know, but then they probably practice the like those scales and shit like that yeah. forever. I'm just like, ah, eh, oh, that kind of I rather just put the <laughs> <laughs> I rather just put three chords together and have yeah. someone sing along, you know. Good job. I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. So then and when you came back from college, when did you turn into lasagna? <laughs> <laughs> I was mostly DJing after that. Yeah. yeah. It was an easy way to make a lot of money. I Do- love Doing it. the Guido circuit, yeah. you know. I spun drum and bass for a while in the city and here and there, but uh, uh, when I moved to Jersey City, but there's no money in that. Yeah. You just go downtown and play with 16 other kids for like $25. My brother managed all these Guido clubs and was like, oh, I can get you $500 cash. If you buy some of this, I'm like, sold. Yeah. I don't care. Now there is. You could have been like, you know, EDM or stuff like uh, that. So. Oh, God. I know. It's, so it's, it's the worst. I sold myself for so long, but it was, you know. It was fun, too. Like, I used to DJ in Queens. Yeah. Um, and that was like just with like CDs. Like, that's how long ago it was. Yeah. And it was just because... I think I'm trying to remember. I think I, I somebody asked me to like just play some music in the background for a birthday party. So I guess having musical knowledge like you have, like you have, like we have, we could read the crowd and be like, "Oh, let's do this. Sure. Let's do this." Yep. 
And then, like, the, the people at the bar in Queens were like, yo, why don't you do this every Friday? Because they liked, you know, the crowd was, like, into everything I was playing. So, that was fun. I, I miss it. Um, you know, now with Spotify, you could you could do it from, I could do it from here as long as you have Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> well, when it got to the end, that's all I was doing. I brought Spotify in, plugged it into the mixer, set up a list, occasionally Ooh. shuffle the songs, and yeah. just be like, oh, I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then that's it, man. Yeah, so, like, that's, uh, that's it. Yeah. That's the story. It's the story of lasagna. The story of lasagna and trip fist. <laughs> so, all right. Um, but, yeah, like I said, horror nerds brought us all together. And uh, it, who would have thought? You know, it was just such a funny thing to just click on a mouse and start a group um, that we talked to people from all over the country like sure. Damon Workman, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of cool people on it's there, great. and it was all just through it's, that it, and stuff. So. For all the negative stuff about Facebook, that is the good thing. You know it is. I mean? People that wouldn't have interacted otherwise, here yeah. we are, you know? I thought it you know, I just, I didn't really think anything of it yeah. until like the last year or two, and right. I was just like, that's ah. got a lot of members now, right? How many? I don't know, like, I have no idea. Yeah. A bunch. It's a lot. So. Anyway, yeah. Looking over at Brian wearing his Sammy Kerr T-shirt. Actually, it's like a three-quarters. Yeah, right? it's like a baseball. Yeah, that thing's really awesome. Thank you. For anyone who hasn't seen the movie um, Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. or Treat, right? That's it's not yeah, the Trick or ch- That's not treat. the letter. Yeah, yeah. wait, different. Is it Trick or Trick or that one is okay? Because yeah. the the. Trick or, the Trick or our trick is the one with the guy from Happiness. Pumpkin head dude. Yeah, yeah. And the Sammy. Guy. Sammy. Yes. Yeah. Which is don't also get it like twisted, Sammy. Yo, I don't wonder. Get it if, twisted. I wonder if that's an homage. I don't know. Hmm. Right. I'm sure the trick our treat made probably ten times as much. Uh, I don't know. No? Probably not. No. I think it, it got made in well, twenty two thousand seven. Right? It got released in two thousand seven, but. Um, well, actually, yeah, it got made in 2007, but it didn't get released till 2010. Mm. Right. It was having an issue. It was getting DVD too, right? Yeah. No, no, it didn't have a theatrical at all. So at least this one had Skippy. I remember seeing it in (laughs) high school. Yeah. And there's something about listen. That's the whole thing. Gene Simmons. As much as I hate Kiss, (laughs) (laughs) listen, Kiss is terrible. Sorry. Oh man. (laughs) Okay, early Kiss is cool. Is it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I'm okay. trying to be diplomatic right. here. Okay. Like if you're I remember being I don't know, we were living like Queens and uh watching um uh current affair mm-hmm. and they did a, a little thing on, on Kiss and it was Knights and Satan Service. Oh yeah. And like I don't know, maybe I was like five, six, seven and I'm watching this T V thing and it looks scary. Right. Because they looked evil. Um, so they had that thing going for them. Yeah. But image A plus. Yeah, image A plus. Music. Yeah. <laughs> F, straight F. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. And, and I started with Hot in the Shade. I mean, oh. I- <laughs> <laughs> you started with basketball wow. jersey. Listen, you start with oh. the shittiest yeah, albums so- of all your bands. Oh man, you know, I was Van Halen. Fucking like eleven, <laughs> you know. Bruce Kulick and yeah. all of his, you know. Yo, Bruce Kulick killed it on that yeah. shit, though. Yeah. Come on, no makeup. But oh. everyone. I mean, we knew like rock and roll all night, and all, like you yeah. know the the hits. Sure. 
but going back, like that's the one I remember. It was uh, Hide Your Heart was on there oh, okay. forever. Yeah, back yeah. Oh, for- <laughs> you know who yeah, wrote Des- forever? Desmond Child. You know who wrote forever? It was it was uh, them and Desmond Child. No, Michael Bolton also. Oh man, yeah. was he in there? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Look at you. Look yeah, at man. you. Look at you with that nugget. <laughs> that's a little wow. piece of history. <laughs> Ah, all right. Well, that's when Desmond Child ruled the world. Yeah. Like, if you looked at the back of like Hit Parader, they they used to have like all the lyrics. Yeah. And it said a uh, music by you know whatever and Desmond Child. He was like the Linda Perry of his time. Sure. The, the Butch Walker. Yeah, he wrote a lot of stuff. Yeah, so. a lot of stuff with Bon Jovi and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what a wonderful shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like melody, man. That's what hey, it was, he, you know. You know, the guy knows what he's doing, obviously. Yeah. You know? So, but uh, there was something about that era, and I know we discussed it before we had this show. Right. Um, I loved the marriage of like horror and metal. Sure. It was perfect. Yeah. There was something. Something just so perfect about it just made sense. I think they connect partially because, you know, it's kind of a underground part of the, you know, film or of the music scene. It's a, It's got a rabid fan base, both of them deal with dark imagery stuff. They kind of go hand in hand. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And the fans are extremely into it, both things, you know. I just wish there was more like more movies like that um deathgasm being like the latest one so good to i guess revisit that Mm -hmm. but i guess it's hard because it's just not that era it's not that time anymore that's the thing you know so it just wouldn't be the same but somehow deathgasm pulled it off did you watch it i did watch it yeah very good so because i can't think of anything else well actually shout out to mike mcbeardo Patton. uh I think I got his name right. He wrote the book Heavy Metal Movies on Bazillion Points mm-hmm. Press, and it lists A to Z, like okay. any movie that had any kind of heavy metal thing in it. And most of them are older, obviously. You know, it's and that's a couple years fine old, because there's so much stuff that I probably missed. Yeah, um, I got to get that book. A and lot then, of the movies are like I wrote to him, and like I I hate you for making me watch that because there's like one little ten second thing about metal in it. Yeah, and the rest of the movie it's sucks. Just but I, but most of the book hit me to a whole bunch of movies I never saw before. And then obvious stuff like Black Roses, Yo, of course. Black channel. Roses, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's I, you know, what we rewatched that just recently within like the last like four years oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's no, so soundtrack's good. up there, baby. Really no blood in it too. That's what yeah. I noticed when we watched it. Even like when like Big Pussy... What's that actor's name? Oh, uh, Vincent Pastore. Yes, yeah. calls him a stunad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's when he. Uh, what does he get sucked into? He gets stereo. sucked yeah, into a yeah, stereo, yeah. and there's nothing like I don't remember seeing any blood whatsoever. Yeah. No, very little. Yeah, you know. And I remember Damien. Was Damien like like the quintessential like devil name? Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But they were so wet. Like you think that band should be really evil, like yeah. sound like mayhem or like no. some black metal band. <laughs> no. But they're so corny, and they're supposed to be evil. They yeah. did not sound like mayhem <laughs> no, whatsoever. It was like Bon Jovi. Yeah, it was Desmond it, Child. Yeah, it music. was <laughs> with Carmine Apice. Yes. Yeah, I he, think was, he wrote all the music. Nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
It so. sucks because he did a uh, he did a drum convention I think like six months ago, mm-hmm. and fuck man, I wanted to go to that and just hand him that fucking Black Roses. Oh, that would have been great. soundtrack. He probably would have fucking spit at me. Yeah. It <laughs> would have been like, "Well, wow, you're a loser." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not signing that. Uh, yeah. Pulled you off the line, like, listen, yeah. shut the fuck yeah. up about this. <laughs> I don't need anyone to know. Uh, Ruin my career. But um, anyway, so. Uh, what I mentioned earlier um, was the Bill Paxton passing. Um, huge, man. Huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, when I think of, like, celebrities dying is, like, whatever. It's mm-hmm. just, like, you know, people die. Sure. It sucks. Um, I'm sure it's terrible for his family. Uh, but, like, celebrities are just celebrities, you know? Um, and uh, for me... I grew up with this guy, so this one hurt a little bit more. It was kind of like when MCA from the Beastie Boys mm, died. Yeah, it was yeah. just someone that for the last, I don't know, figure 39, like 30 plus years, let's say, you turned on your TV and you could watch him from like, you know, whatever movie. He was in a movie called Mortuary, which I had never seen. Yeah. That was like an old horror movie. So that. like I was going through his like IMDB yeah. and he's, you know, also... He was on the WTF podcast with Mark Marin, like mm. two weeks ago, man. Really, great hour he did with him, and uh, he just seemed like such a cool guy. And like a week later, that happened. Wow. So, um, I, I know that we discussed that we were gonna shout out a movie of his, a piece. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, he's got so many, but uh, I guess we'll go with with Langan. Well, weird science for me is is. Such an important movie in my youth. I watched it like 50 times. Quote it verbatim. It's one of those movies entrenched in my head. And the character of Chet is so infamous, legendary. I mean, if you say the word (laughs) Chet, it's automatically you think of that guy. No one else could be a Chet but that. And the greasy pork sandwich served in the dirty ashtray is one of the greatest (laughs) lines in history. And he was great, you know? It was a small part, really, if you think of the context, but he was so good on that. Everything about that movie. Everything. First time I heard the, the term air biscuit. <laughs> Floating air biscuit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think even in the movie, like, he was just, why it was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you fart, man? Did you fart? No. <laughs> I was like, did he say air biscuit? So many good lines. But Bill Paxton had a big... Big lines. You know what's funny about, scenes. about Weird Science? You know, I always call it the uh, the Channel 11 version, like when, when it's on like regular TV oh, and they have yeah. to like, you know, like watching Scarface on oh, regular TV, it's yeah. like horrible. But I remember Weird Science, you know, a.k.a. the Channel 11 version, mm-hmm. there's this whole um, part that they actually go into Dawn of the Dead. I. I know the part. Yeah, you're and about, Gary yeah. actually, but it's not in the real movie. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. and yes. Gary starts talking to Wyatt about how he's seen this movie called Dawn of the Dead, and it scared the shit out of him, and he had to like call his. Gr- yeah, on the channel eleven. The tr- yes, I think that happens sometimes because they knew they were going to have to edit parts out to yeah. air it on TV, so they throw Need in a scene up. that they might have shot yeah. to make up time and stuff. You know, I, I used to love those versions just yeah. to watch them edit out the curses. Not Scarface. It's like, you yeah. two donkey nerds could have yeah. get <laughs> nade in a morgue. Yeah, yeah. They yes. said nade instead Scarface, of Scarface, like, yeah. what is Where'd that? you get that scar from? From eating pineapple? Yeah, eating pineapple. <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> Breakfast Club was another good one. Uh, Had a lot of good edits for the curses, but, but yeah. 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 Now you can say all that stuff on everything, except fuck. 
No. Yeah, it's forbidden. And you could basically show everything except for, like, titties. It's so weird. It is. They draw lines. Well, I think uh, cable is like that, like Mm. the FXs and all that other stuff. Um, But, you know, I think network is still still network. I I doubt that they could say shit on some of that stuff. I don't think so. So. But, yeah, man, weird science, like, it's... Going back to what I said, like, you, you know, you watch that for, like, the last 30-plus years, and it's like, oh, yeah, that guy died. It's like, oh, what a bummer, man. Because yeah. he was 61. Like, that's, uh, you know, like, we're all, like, five years away from it almost. Especially, <laughs> especially you. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you're, like, four years. I got a foot in the grave. Yeah. <laughs> the other one on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> one fist in the gutter. One, what is it? Was that Ricky Rackman thing? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> one, fi- oh, oh, shit. <laughs> one fist in the gutter and one... one Something on the whatever. Oh shit! I can't remember. Oh, Fuck that guy. Damn. Yeah. Worse. <laughs> but Adam, even think about better weird, than Adam Curry though. Yeah. Uh, even think about weird science like the the concept. Like still, still sure. think about it now. You yeah. know, yeah. two nerds just you know want to make a hot chick and you know bras in their head. Anything yeah. more than a handful is a waste. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, forgot to hook up the doll. Yes. <laughs> what movies you guys got for? Um, I I chose Aliens just because. I think Aliens, Aliens and Terminator 2 might be my two, and Die Hard, that's probably a three-way tie for my mm. top action movies. And, uh, I mean, Aliens was just, you know, like, I liked Alien, but it was kind of boring. It, well, it's very boring compared to Aliens, because Aliens literally yeah. is fucking non-stop action. Non-stop. Non-stop action. Um, and uh, I just thought that he was, you know, obviously the comic relief that you kind of needed in that situation, you know, I mean, the the whole movie, I mean, they were lied to to go to this planet to, you know, fucking find these colonists, but they were really sent as, like, a suicide mission, and this guy's scared shitless, but, you know, he's trying to crack jokes, and, uh, I mean, even the rest of the cast, just, you know, when he's, you know, talking about how nervous he is, you know, how nervous he is, and, you know, just they wind up smacking him and just look, look, you need to do your job. You stole, you know, Marine. We need to seal off the corridor and blah, blah, blah. So I thought that he was, the, you know, the perfect balance yes. for a character in that. And then uh, I remember back in 99, they released, you know, like a director's cut of Aliens that had like, I don't know, it was like an extra like 17 or 20 minutes or whatever. And, oh, really? I, yeah, I yeah. And me with director's cuts, I love If I like the movie, obviously. You know, I want to see more stuff that they didn't put in there. I didn't see the alien yeah. director's cut. Very either. good. That's yeah. also in the A section yeah. over there. So when you cool, we're sleeping over there. When you when you borrow Ed Wood, make sure you <laughs> you know follow it up with the A section. But uh, I mean, Aliens just still, I mean, still holds up. I think great. Yeah, uh, the comparison um, between Alien and Aliens, like I get it. You know the. The first one was, you know, I just had the one alien, mm-hmm. and it was almost like a, in a weird way, like a sci-fi slasher, you know, and it was very atmospheric, and the whole setting, it was quiet. I like that, but aliens, they were like, all right, you know what, let's just up the ante, because yeah, yeah. when they're in that lair, oh, fuck, and yeah. they first start, like, you're oh, like holy shit, yeah. you're like, they're every fucking where. Yep. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, very good, and I think... I wonder if if the makers um, saw Paxton, Paxton's role and and uh, figured that maybe Danny McBride would be that comic relief yeah, for this one. True. Wow. You yeah. know, 
Yeah. Good thought. You gonna say game over? <laughs> game over. He was like Chet in space. Yeah. <laughs> Chet in space. Yeah. When he turned into that green monster. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. That was good. I like the butter your muffin. <laughs> All right. So for me, uh, at first I picked the Last Supper, but uh, I guess that's more of a cameo, and I don't think anyone's ever seen that. I have not. It's seen fantastic. That. Yeah. It's just so good. It's one of those movies. What year did it come out? 1995. Okay. And it was like an ensemble cast. It had like Cameron Diaz, Ron Eldred, um, Jason Alexander, Ron Perlman. Wow. Bunch of people. And he plays some like redneck dude who gets murdered at a dinner. And then it was by mistake because he attacked one of the it was like six or seven college roommates and they were all like lefty liberals and all that other stuff and they were just clashing with his you know right side views so um he mistakenly gets well not mistakenly but he tries he attacks one of them with a knife and they kind of like turn it around and they decide that maybe that was a good thing what they did you know, they're like, so maybe we should invite people with these, like, far um, views and see if we could change their mind. And from there, they're at a dinner table. They have a conversation. They have a debate. And there's, like, a blue wine, which is poison, and then the red wine, which is, you know, normal. So from there, they have this conversation, and all of them look at each other. If they can't change the person's mind, and they feel like the world is better without this person that they invited to dinner. Wow. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, but anyway, aside from that, I want to shout out The Last Supper. Um, I picked Frailty. Yeah. Frailty is amazing. Um, I, f- I think it was like his... I think that first... The first he movie he directed. Wrote directed. Mm. Yeah. He wrote it too, right? Or am I wrong? Uh, I don't know if he wrote it, but I know directed. that he, he yeah. wanted to make it for a while. Mm-hmm. And now with this movie, I ignored it for about 10 years. So 2010 comes around. And they, um, I start reading these um, top ten or top whatever movies of the last ten years. And I keep seeing Frailty. And I'm like, Frailty with Bill Paxton? Oh, it was about top horror movies of, of like the last ten years. So I'm thinking, I, when I think of horror, I was just like, oh, I don't know, Matthew McConaughey? Really? Not really. Texas right. Chainsaw Man. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's Worst right. Horror. Renee Zell- Zellweger. Brutal. I don't know. I kind of hated three more. Yeah. Had Death Angel in it though. That <laughs> it, yes, <laughs> Death Angel still makes great music. By yeah, the way, um, seemingly endless time. Last still. Rocket too, I believe. Go ahead. So, <laughs> I'm, I keep reading all these lists like after the decades over, and everyone's saying Frailty, one of the best movies of the last horror movies of the last ten years. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! I'm like, I ignored it, and when I watched it, I was blown away. Yeah, I was blown away. You know. Um, I can't like uh, you all know the performances are great in it. Powers Booth, right? Yeah, that dude, top to bottom, yeah, it's killer, so good. So it's just basically for whoever hasn't seen it, um, I couldn't make more of a recommendation Definitely. to just find it and watch it. It's a thriller. It's horror. Great story. Great ending. Um, can't say enough about it. And uh, that's it. You know, yeah, R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Mm. All right, so I guess we're going to keep it moving. We've been talking for a minute here. Um, 
towards the end now, uh, I know that we we wanted to do actually. You know what it was on on horror nerds, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brian Parker. I keep I keep calling you Brian. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he posted top five <laughs> zombie movies, not not Romero movies. Right. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm like, maybe we could you know throw this on there, and uh, everyone was you know giving their piece and stuff like that. So I, I thought it was a great topic. Um, I think it would be fun to discuss our top five. Um, so let's let's kick it off. We'll do like five, five, five. We'll just go backwards. Okay, okay. Okay, so you want right. to kick it off? All right. With five, I'm going to go with <clears throat> Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. 1974 flick. Uh, one of those Spanish-Italian kind of movies, but tried to make it look like it was set in England. A little low budget, but really... That old gag? Yeah, you've seen it before, you know, <laughs> and a lot of times they're bad. This one's a gem. Not a lot of people have seen it. It's very gory. Like, it predates Fulci zombie, zombie, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. who's got great gore. But this this is a gem. I highly recommend seeing it without saying too much. Let Sleeping Corpses Lie. Very good. Well, he already took mine. He did Zombie by Fulci, so... But I'll still say that well, for number five. He, he I know. Ca- yeah. I know. I just touched on yeah, it. Just touched it a little Ooh, bit. Um, Your number five. Yeah, that was. Uh, I I saw that later. I saw that. Um, Zombie. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. You know, obviously when it first came out, and I loved it. I think the first time that I saw mm-hmm. it, and uh, just gory as hell. I mean, what? What fucking other movie are you going to see where a zombie, you know, battles a shark? Yep. You know? The, the splinter. The yeah, oh, that, that, thing. Yeah, that thing is still true. And, and that zombie on the poster is yes. the best looking zombie it is, ever. Like Straight you, up. Yeah, yeah it's... it's, it's, it's <laughs> I got a t-shirt of it. You actually everything. pass them coming down to the basement. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, it's like Tarman. Yes. You know, it's like one of those yeah. that you just know and you're I like, can't. that guy. I wish that zombie was in it more, though, because he's, you know, know, he, he comes up by. and then he, he just pops kinda, up. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know? And it's actually w- called Zombie 2, right? Yes. Which yeah. is weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's. Because of Dawn of the Dead, I right, think. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think um, they c- tried to call it, like, Dawn of the Dead 2 or something maybe, like that. Maybe. Yeah. Or, or something in Italy or whatever yeah. when it came out first. There were but, sequels yeah. to it, too, which I never saw. Oh, they got, they got good. bad. It was like They're Zombie not, 3, Zombie yeah, What was four, the one with the birds, four. like Zombie 5 with Zombie Birds? It was uh, horrible. Yeah. Some, some were King Gross. You watch the first <laughs> one, don't bother with the rest. Yeah. King Gross is yelling at, <laughs> <laughs> at his mobile device. <laughs> zombie 5 was the best movie ever. <laughs> All right, so it's my turn. Um, my number five is Dead Snow 2. Nice. Um, did you watch Dead Snow too, Mr. Parker? No, I never saw. I I love Dead <clears throat> Snow. I never saw the second one. Oh man. Okay. Well, this this is ten times better. And okay. Dead Snow one was great. Yeah. And I I guess it got a little popularity in in the U.S. because they released like an English version. Mm. Martin yes. Starr's in it. Yeah. From Freaks and Geeks and yep. Silicon Valley. Um, That's the way it goes. And it, it it picks it up. Right from the ending of the first That's awesome. One. I love when movies do that. But then they start talking English, which is weird. Yeah. So it was like foreign, and then they're just like, and they're in another country talking English, which is funny. But yeah. once once you get rid of that, it's right. fine. Silly, so fun. Yeah, exactly. It's everything you could ever want in a zombie movie. It's violent as fuck. There's a scene at the end that I've never seen in a movie before. Uh, with the music playing and all that other stuff. Um, 
and the production value looks fantastic. They look like they spent a lot of money on it. Definitely. Um, it's streaming on Netflix right now. Red yes. vs. Dead. Yes. It's Dead Snow I 2, Red vs. So. Dead. Yeah. So. Yep. That's my number five. Fantastic. Couldn't recommend it more. I mean, obviously, if we're talking about five, you know, of all time, like this, this is a serious list here. <laughs> all right? Uh, number four, I got Return of the Living Dead, 1985. The GOAT. Classic. You know, uh, fun, breaks a lot of traditions that we hold dear, zombie rules. You know, the zombies talk, but they're funny. They're good. He hates those running zombies. I don't like running zombies nah. either, but for some that reason. That one, it works, and though. And I, 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 I'm obsessed with the rules of zombies, walking, not running, all that stuff. But this movie's so fun and awesome that it can get away with it for me. I don't know why. Linnea Quigley. There's so many good things in this movie. I can't say enough about it. Tar Man. Yeah. You know, send more paramedics. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It, it's it's nonstop fun. It's Absolutely. awesome. Yep. Yep. That's actually on my top five as well. So I'll just me go, too. No, I'll, yeah. So I'll just go off on that. I'll just yeah. add a little bit too. Um, the music. No, no, because it's just go to your number four. Oh, that is my number four. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, he pretty much touched all the bases, but I mean, uh, I mean the cast too. Just it's comical. I mean, great I, cast. I remember the first time I saw that, and I was just like, man, I was like, why does that guy's voice sound so, so familiar? I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, that's the guy that used to do the Pathmark promos, you know? Yeah. And uh, soundtrack is phenomenal. Yes. I mean, that was uh, that was probably the first time I that might have been the first time I fucking heard punk punk do music. You you know, 45 grade, yeah, right? you know, yeah. that could have been the first time yeah. that I heard punk music. Yeah. Like, as soon as the credits roll, like that song pops up, oh, and you're yeah. like, This fucking oh, great ending, thank movie. you. Yeah. And I guess just not even being able to kill them, too. That, that I was just like, Well, how the fuck do you kill these fucking guys then? You know, well, that's why the ending's so great, yeah, too. yeah, you know, without saying if you haven't seen it, yeah. geez, but you have that one, right? All right, okay, so I'm up again. Um, I'm going to go with my number four, which is uh, Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse. So I went a little newer. This one just came out a couple of years ago. And it's, I think if you ask me, when I first saw it, it reminds me of what Return of the Living Dead 2 could have been if it wasn't kind of terrible. Um... Everything about Scout's Guide was just like perfect. Like the the, I knew it was going to be good within like the first couple of minutes. Um, the guy, let's see, uh, what's his name? Dave Dave Kochner is in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's in everything. Like the guy from Anchorman, yeah, yeah. like the bald I love dude. That guy. He's great. Everything he's in. Waiting. He's he was hilarious. in Cheap Thrills. Uh, a lot of stuff. That yeah. guy pops in. He's always funny. So always. and uh, also Arnold Schwarzenegger's son's in it. Oh, yeah. Patrick Schwarzenegger, yeah. He's, I didn't realize that. Yeah, neither did I. Who wow. the fuck is he? He's one of the guys? He's one of the douchey guys. Oh, okay. okay. So, but uh, listen, I, I'm just going to go through some points here. Uh, what, what I like, uh, they're like on some road, like trying to run away from, from uh, you know, whatever chaos they were in. And uh, on the miles ahead sign, there's Haddonfield. I love yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love, Easter like, it's at Haddonfield, yeah, yeah. like uh, 40 miles away, whatever sure. it was. Um, you get to see zombie tits, like real, <laughs> like these are like D cups. Nah. Um, let's see. Yeah. There's a scene where, uh, a zombie <laughs> performs, you know, oral sex on a chick. 
Um, and also there's a, a prosthetic penis scene <laughs> okay. that fucking I, whenever I rewatch it, I laugh like I've seen it for the first time. My girlfriend's like, are you a moron? I'm like, didn't you already watch this? I'm like, but the penis yeah, scene is it so... Works, it works. It's just so yeah. funny. I can't recommend it Very enough. Scout's Guide to the Apocalypse. You're number three. Okay. I got uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, yes, a comedy, most part, but very... There's been a lot of horror comedies and stuff, but this one w- was really respectful of horror as a genre. All these little nods to Romero in there. You could tell these guys were super big super fans. Super fans, yeah. And, uh, it makes it easier to digest. Yeah, and the humor is brilliant. I mean, those guys are always great. Simon Pegg, you know, Nick Frost. Um, but all those little references to Romero in it and stuff, it, it's, it's killer. It's great. I love... Uh, when stuff like that happens, like I just mentioned, like the Haddonfield yes. thing, yeah. it's almost like, hey man, it's in good hands. Yes, you know, it's like we get it. Yeah. We're, you know, we get it. So they're not just mocking it for the sake of doing something silly. Yes. and there's good gore in it. You know, it's a yeah. fun movie. It's very fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I did uh, Night of the Creeps. Ah, yes. So good. Yeah. Striper it. on the bathroom yeah, wall when yeah. he's taking a shit. Yeah. Um, I saw that in the theater, and they give me a they give you a bar, little barf bag with it. Oh. It came out. Yeah, you still got that thing. No. Look nice over here. So. Yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> right <laughs> next to the saw three dental floss. How is that not in this fucking room? <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't put it on eBay yet. That's why it's That's not in the room yet. You know, he's looking for that. That's it. Um, <laughs> I mean, two words for that movie is just Tom Atkins. I yes. mean, just ru- you know uh, that and uh, that and Rusty from European Vacation. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, the- the tagline too that that was like one of those posters that had that tagline yes you know um now i forget the tagline but uh i mean the the main the you know the big atkins line was you know good news and bad uh good news and bad good news and bad news yeah good news and bad (laughs) i can't even speak (laughs) good news and bad news your dates are here the bad news is they're they're dead dead. there you go (laughs) um but yeah just what a same thing you know great gory funny at times maybe it shouldn't have been you know but uh and there's two versions of that too i really funny enough two different uh two different endings why wow. i don't know yeah two different endings, two different endings. blowing like my mind right now on the dvd like bonus features you uh, see those might sleep over now yeah i don't know if i have both versions of that but one of them once again could have been a freaking channel 11 version wow you know you gotta get on that yeah. what the hell happens in the other ver- uh ending I don't remember what the other one has. I don't even remember. The, I don't even remember. I don't know. I'm trying to go through my head now if I actually have it so I can watch it again. You know? I'm going to have to hit up the uh, YouTube scene. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I, I love that movie. Uh, I, everything about it. It's just when when we posted on Facebook about, um, about the, the list that we were going to come up with, a few people mentioned that. Yeah. So it's definitely... Definitely a beloved movie. Um, I can't imagine anyone out there hasn't seen it. So, just watch it again. <laughs> so All right. Number two. I'm actually my number three. Number three, yes. For I'm me. Sorry. All right. So, um, number three for me is Planet Terror. Yes. Oh, great movie. Right? Yes. Great movie. You know, I, I wanted to go a little like modern because I knew you guys were going to go a little saw old that in school. The theater. That was great. Me too. I saw yeah. it three times. Yeah. Yep. Because. Three times double feature? Yes. Wow. Yes. Good Let, Hey, listen. Wow. That's, that's yeah. how serious. That was I, awesome. I, I knew 10 years from now I needed to impress you. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. 
So, um, because I watched it the first time and I loved it, and then I needed to bring two other separate people, I guess. I don't remember who the hell it was. Um, but it just, it was so much fun. Planet Terror was great. Yeah. Like, the 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 way Robert Rodriguez, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it was supposed to look very yeah. you know, grindhouse-ish which I, which I and all that other stuff. Which I loved. I thought the score of that movie really brought it together. It was so, it sounded like a trauma movie from, like, just the, that synth sound they had and all the music and the score, I loved it. It's yeah. so of that period. That that sold me. Everything that he went for was perfect. I mean, yeah. like, the guy, listen, you have to be extra cool. He put his son and his babysitters in the movie, yeah, yeah. Awesome. but his son shot himself in the fucking face for no reason. Yeah. It, w- it had nothing to do with the plot, maybe just to get him out of the way so that blonde, you know, right. girl. <laughs> but like, and then the cast, like you figure Quentin Tarantino was in it, like with that split, that piece of like, his scene was amazing. Um, who else? Bruce Willis? Yeah. Rose McGowan? Savini? Savini uh josh brolin michael bain come on oh yes right navy seals yeah Yeah, he is a legend yeah everything savini danny treo great movie i know a lot of people didn't like um the other movie death proof well it was talky you know because it's tarantino so he loves i just felt like it was a good b switch to the over the top that was planet terror Mm -hmm. i thought it was good but uh, could have been edited there was some scenes in there that went on way too long but that's tarantino yeah i think maybe too once you sit through a whole movie and you get to that you're like okay this thing better like grab me right away but luckily you had thanksgiving trailer (laughs) that was great yo one (laughs) one day he will make that i'm waiting man because that trailer still because like the the green inferno was not what i wanted to watch (laughs) so all right right. all right uh number two i actually had fulci zombie too so let me give a shout out to something else another classic children shouldn't play with dead things 1972 came out is that your number one that's my number two. Oh, your number We're two. at number two, right? Yeah. yeah. Did I skip ahead? Yeah, okay. No. All right. Um, I just can't count, sir. <laughs> Bob Clark did it, uh, 1972. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. One of Black his Christmas. Earliest, yeah, Black Porkies. Christmas, Christmas Story, Porky's, all that stuff. Oh. And uh, this was one of his first films. It's very low budget. Um, but what he does on that budget, the... It's got all the corn syrupy red blood, but I love that shit. You know what I mean? But like, it's it's very well done for its time and the money he had. It's 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 worth a watch just for the time it was made. Children shouldn't play with dead things. Got to give that a shout. All right, sounds good. That's your number two. That's my number two. My number two is another another night movie, and that is Night of the Comet. Um, love that movie. Yeah, another one. Just another fun. You know, I mean. It's, about two sisters that are pretty much, you know, they think that they're the last two people alive. And then uh, a lot of scavenging, you know, happens in that movie. You know, they raid the mall and then go and clothes shopping and, you know, they steal cars. And then they find, you know, they meet up with this uh, this guy, Hector, you know. Who's it's always a, Hector. Yeah, right. Who's, who is a <laughs> truck driver. And then Hector goes back to check on his, uh, I think, his mama. And then, you know, that was one, that might have been the first time that I saw like a zombie child. But can, there's a knock at the door, and there was a zombie kid. I just recently watched it for the first time. Oh, never. So good. It was a movie that I just never yeah. watched. Was Maybe the name of the lead actress in that? 
Oh, wasn't it she like was in, uh, Catherine Mary Catherine, Stewart? Yeah, yes. is that what it is? A yeah. weekend at Bernie's. Yes, yeah. a couple yeah. of Friday the Thirteenth. No? no, no, no. One of those uh, last Starfighter. Yes, okay, yeah. yes, yeah. Too. So yeah. hot, eighties. Yeah, so hot, eighties hot. Um, and then, uh, well, funny enough, and then the the girl that plays her sister is from uh, Chopping Mall. That's Kelly McGinnis. Yeah, right? yeah. from Chopping yeah. Mall. Um, but I love that. I mean. Uh, you know, I guess kind of going back to, I guess we'll say like the quintessential, you know, Night of the Living Dead, you know, the whole, you know, satellite explodes and radiation, blah, blah, blah. You know, this thing kind of had the same thing, whereas a comet. Hold that thought. <laughs> 